the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Today's show is all about you because it's open phone and Friday. And I have a special guest later. Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or on your smartphone watching me on my socials, that's uh, Andersonspeaks. Uh, well, Andersonspeaks.com is my website, but at Andersonspeaks is my handle for Facebook and, and YouTube and uh, Instagram, so you can always check me out there. If you want to call me today, it's open phone in Friday. So anything you want to talk to me about is fair game. All you have to do is give a call and ask a question or make a comment, and we can have that conversation. If you're new to the show, then you know how we roll normally throughout the week with Marriage Mondays, then Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then today, Open Phone in Friday. So anything you want to talk to me about today is fair game. I always like to open in a word of prayer. And then also, just a little bit later in the show, we're going to have a special guest, Israel Houghton, uh, the famous prolific worship leader and songwriter who uh, is going to hang out with me for a few minutes. Uh, it's just about 10 or 15 minutes. We'll talk to him about something that's coming out today and happening this weekend that you're not going to want to miss. Let's bow for a short word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for waking us up this morning, getting us going all day today. Thank you for forgiving us for our sins and giving us a vision and purpose and life. We commit today's show over to you now in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. If you want to give me a call directly into the studio, now's the time to do it. 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. Or, of course, all you have to do is uh, remember the word bridge, 888 bridge All right? Give me a call and we can talk. You can hit me up at andersonspeaks.com or go to my favorite website, embracegracism.com, if you'd like to do that outside of the show and you want to connect with me on email or whatever it may be, okay? Let's kick the show off in Alexandria, Virginia with Jacob, who's on the line. Hello, Jacob. Welcome to the show. How are you today, sir? Hey, good. How are you? I'm alive and grateful. So glad you're calling. What are you thinking about today, Jacob? Uh, hey, so I was reading Exodus, and um, I think it was Exodus 4, 
to 7, uh, chapter 4 to 7, that is. And it talked about, you know, Moses having the, the struggles and, uh, you know, he was like, oh, I got a speech impediment and all that. Right. And it came to a part where God said, you know, we'll deliver your people. Right. And said, I will pardon Pharaoh's heart. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the part that really confuses me um, on how it's how it's fair and just to uh, harden somebody's heart uh, and then still punish them. And uh, of course, he gave him a couple chances and he told mm-hmm. Moses to keep going back to Pharaoh. But uh, that's just something I can't grasp. Yeah. So, you know, that is difficult because it's not just in uh, Exodus with Moses. It's really all throughout the scriptures where even it's there's a text in the New Testament that says, you know, he's going to allow people to believe a lie or uh, I'll allow you divorce to divorce maybe because the hardness of your heart. And so who's doing the hardening? Is it God or is it us? And by the way, is God sending people to hell or are people sending themselves to hell? I guess you can look at it from both perspectives. You can say, uh, let's use hell for an example to help you understand what we're talking about here. Somebody says, I don't want you, Lord. I don't want you, Lord. I reject you, Lord. And then the Lord says, finally, I'm going to give you what you've always wanted, separation from me forever. Well, who was it? Was it uh, that person who sent themselves to hell or was it God that sent them to hell? I think it's both. I think the same is true with Pharaoh. Pharaoh, he had given them all the plagues, so many opportunities beforehand. And then after that, he says, I'm going to harden his heart. And what that may mean is that I'm going to allow his heart to be seared. Uh, you know, I'm, going to, I'm, mm. I'm not going to work any longer to soften his heart. So maybe you look at it like that. God saying, I'm not going to work any longer to soften his heart. I'm going to allow his heart to become hard the way it wants to be. Make sense? Right, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It, it's still not the easiest thing to understand, but that's kind of how I how I think about it. God is finally saying, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow your heart to be hardened then because I've been working so hard for it not to be, and you've been working so hard for it to be. Now I'm done reaching out, and now I'm going to let your heart do what it does. It's kind of almost like when he lets you sin and sin and sin, and then he finally says in Romans 1, okay, I just gave them over to their, their lusts and their desires. In other words, I'm not going to keep trying. I'm going to let them go ahead and do whatever they want to do and let the consequences of that uh, then uh, be their judgment. You know, but with that, do you think God would keep reaching out you know, to people that don't know? Let's say Pharaoh, uh, again, as an example, you know, he believed in the sun god or whatever it was. and uh, Only for a period of time. Only for a period of time, not forever. He won't strive with people forever. There is a time when the door of the ark will close, and there is a time when the end of the world will come, and there is a time when God says, I'm going to allow your sin to hang you. And so, you know, we don't know when that time is, and, of course, for Pharaoh, we saw it, and for you and for me, we really just don't know, or for the unbeliever who doesn't accept Christ. If Christ comes today, then we know today was the day, but Christ could wait for another 1,000 or 2,000 years, which is a whole lot of grace for more people to come to know him. Mm-hmm. So there you so have it. You think, What'd you say? You think this time? Oh, I said you think this kind of um, the period we're in now is like a short-lived period where, you know, Christ is uh, open to people coming to him. You know, Old Testament kind of reflected like wrath, and now it's mercy with Christ. He is definitely. Stu- like, 
still open to this day. God has not closed the door uh, to uh, his grace and his mercy. And that's why the word of God says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. The Lord can still be found. He is still near. But we do not know how long that's going to be, Jacob. True. Okay. Yeah. So that's why we Amen. keep well, working and keep exactly. praying and keep sharing Christ with people. Okay. Right. Yeah. Amen. All right, my friend. Hey, blessings to you. Thanks for kicking my show off today from Alexandria, Virginia. Listen, if you want to talk to me, if you want to hang out with me, I'm here for the rest of the hour. And uh, my phone number is 888-432-7434. Now I have something special that I want to share with you. I want to talk to you about what's happening today and this weekend with a special friend of mine, uh, Israel Houghton. For some of you who know that name, maybe you know his music and didn't realize uh, the music was his, but he is a prolific worship leader, musician, and songwriter. And so I'm going to go to my commercial break. As soon as I get back, uh, Israel Houghton's going to be on the line with me. We're going to tell you what's happening in his world just today and also what's happening this weekend uh, at Bridgeway Community Church on February 28th, 2021. We'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. <laughs> Need to get out of your house fast? Are you ready to drive away and move on with your life? Pete and Thomas Hunley own Hometown Home Buyers, an A-plus rated Better Business Bureau family-owned business. They can buy your home today, and if you need it, they will even help you move out. Give them a call today at 888-623-3533 or visit them at hometownhomebuyers.biz. That's hometownhomebuyers.biz. Call now. 888-623-3533. Sell today, move tomorrow. What are you typing? I'm looking for a church to watch online this Sunday. Hey, check out Bridgeway.cc. Bridgeway? I think I've heard of them. Yeah, I attended in person before COVID, but they still have great online services. Bridgeway, it's, uh, it's non-denominational, it's creative, it's multicultural, the messages are powerful. Awesome, I'm going to check them out. Yes, their online services are amazing. Worship is incredible, we're talking biblical messages, they're practical, and they have creative elements too, you know, like dances and dramas. It's really captivating and relevant. Wow, now what about my kids? Children's program, awesome. Our daughter can't wait to get online every Sunday. Now, how often do you hear that? Wow, that sounds great. Tell you what. They're live on Facebook and YouTube every Sunday. Which do you use? Facebook. Okay, cool. So I'm going to set up a watch party Sunday at 10 o'clock. Be there. I'll send you a reminder. We'll watch together. We'll set up a watch party. I think you've got a deal. I'll be there on Facebook at 10 o'clock Sunday morning. Search for Bridgeway Community Church on Facebook and YouTube every Sunday at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and noon. Or just go to bridgeway.cc. Hi, 
I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. You've been in your home for 15 plus years. You know people who've dealt with a leaky roof and you know what a mess it can be. Let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing before the When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. back it's real talk with dr david anderson on wava the most listened to christian talk station on the east coast second in the entire country and it is my privilege to be able to hang out with you today during the afternoon drive covering all of the dmv dc maryland virginia parts of west virginia and pennsylvania as well it's open phone in friday so anything you want to talk to me about is fair game but guess what I've got a guy who wants to talk to me about something, and I want to talk to him about something. It's Israel Houghton. He's a prolific worship leader, musician, songwriter, producer, and recording artist. His ministry has spanned over 22 years. He's been the recipient of five Grammy Awards, 13 Dove Awards, two Stellar Awards, a Soul Train Music Award, and many more. I've got the man himself, Israel Houghton, hanging out with me today. Israel, how you doing, my brother? I'm well, sir. How are you doing? I'm alive and grateful, and I'm so glad you're hanging with me this afternoon. Something big has happened today. Tell us about <laughs> it Feels Like Home. What just dropped yeah. today? Feels Like Home, it's the newest live recording from Israel and New Breed. We did it to kind of commemorate our 20 years together as a group, mm. and um and we did a live stream event back in November, but it went so well, and I'm very grateful that we, you know, recorded it and multi-tracked it and all of that. And, of course, we visually captured everything. But we just knew halfway through, like, this is special. This is bigger than this one night. Like, mm. it's, it's got to live. So, so we put out volume one today. We, we did so much music over the course of the night that it was almost three hours long. Wow. So we, we have the first volume out today and the next volume is coming out uh, Good Friday, April 2nd. So I'll come back on and talk to you again. <laughs> we, can't, we can't wait, man. Your music is so much of a blessing to the Church of Jesus Christ and uh, people sing to your songs and they worship and they lift God up. What's it feel like to be a worship leader? Man, I mean, listen, I consider it the highest honor of my life. I also consider it a great responsibility to kind of be a part of um, 
you know, writing theology for for this generation. You know, what I mean by that is I don't remember all the sermons I grew up mm. listening to, right. but I do remember the songs. And so out of those songs and, and being a songwriter and a worship leader comes with this great sense of honor slash responsibility, like what I'm writing, my kids are going to sing, their friends yeah. are going to sing, they're going to... Their, their, their information is going to be a part of what I'm writing here. So I need to, I feel the responsibility to write something sound, you know, and, and make sure my theology is right. Yeah, that, that is so great because you want to make sure that when you're singing, it really is affirming what the Word of God is. And there is a song right. of yours that I love, and, uh, you know, my worship leader told me you, that it was you. And, and so you've already affected my life even though I didn't know you back then. And one of those songs is Friend of God. I remember just yeah. kind of lifting my hand and declaring, I'm a friend of God, you know? And that mm -hmm. in and of itself is not only a biblical concept, but it's also very freeing to know that we could see God as our friend and he would be ours. What do you think about that song? I mean, I agree with you. That was a difficult song. It took me a long time to write that. Um, Why? Was it, because, was it hard to believe it? It was very much. I, it, we're, it's okay for us to sing "What a Friend We Have in Jesus," right? Right. <laughs> right. Kind of puts the <laughs> kind of puts the pressure on him. Yeah. But to say, "I am a friend of God," like you know, it was accounted unto Abraham for righteousness, and he's called the friend of God because he believed yeah. God. Yeah. And for us to have that same air apparent, you know, like being that same lineage, but but for me to say it, like I wrote that song on a Tuesday. And Wednesday at Lakewood, I just got up and said, band, follow me. I want to show you all this new song. Huh. And what was wild is probably the first six months I sang that song live, I would cry every time singing it. And mm. I would always look out, and there'd be some grown lumberjack-looking <laughs> dude crying as well. And I'm like, this is an up-tempo song. Why right. are we crying? And I think part of it was because... In, in, in singing that over and over and over again over ourselves, it's like God doing work yeah. and getting rid of some of that old thinking of, you know, do good, get good, do bad, get bad, and and, right. and forgetting the mercy and the grace, the, just the overwhelming flood of God's grace. Yeah. And, and something about singing that and watching other people sing it and watching them come to a place of freedom was also very freeing for me. It's amazing that you still remember, like, when you wrote it. I mean, that, that's powerful, yeah. and it sounds like that song, and we could talk about every single one of your songs and be here all day, but for me, that song almost seems like it's a song you sing in faith, and it's a declaration, sure. and then you come back on the other end, and it's like, and, you know, he calls me friend. It's like, oh, he yeah. calls me friend, too? Like, yeah. Know, yeah. Not, not only am I his friend, but he actually calls me friend. Like, he yeah. likes me? You know what I mean? That the, yeah, that's the toughest part. And even talking about cross-cultural things, I remember um, uh, some some really really prominent, influential um, worship leaders in 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 Latin America came and said, "Hey, we've translated your song." Mm. And I said, "Oh, great! I can't wait to hear it." And and the translation was, "He is my faithful friend." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no! Like anybody can sing that. Anybody could say that." Yeah, it, it, there's a level of faith required to say, I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. Mm. And they're like, yeah, wait, they wouldn't sing it that way in Latin America. I'm so sorry. We, we can't translate it that way. Wow. And I, I remember arguing with these guys going, then you don't get the point of the song. 
Isn't that something? And how how it translates in all these different languages. And, of course, you're very multicultural because you came from a multicultural background, didn't you? Yes, I did, yeah. So I was a a black kid in a white family in a Hispanic community. (laughs) (laughs) That's my upbringing. uh, But I I look back now, and I'm so grateful for that diversity really informing how I was going to live the rest of my life and what I was going to represent in worship. Yeah, and that's something. So, you know, growing up multicultural and being in diverse environments like you've been and I've been, how has the book Racism really touched you, Israel? I mean, listen, it, it is it is given um, it's given word to some of the un, unspoken and the mm. unknown. Like, how do I make sense of this? I have a really good friend, another great author named David Gibbons, who yeah. speaks to it as third culture. Yeah, like. I don't necessarily fit here. I don't necessarily fit here. And instead of trying to fit into somebody else's box, let me be authentically me. And let me see if I can bend people into leaning into my world a little bit. And and the idea of, you know, when I was a kid, you know how it is. Like, I want to be like everybody else. I don't want to be different when I'm nine years old. But but the older you get, you realize how unique that is and what a gift that is then you then you can embrace it and and yeah. hopefully you know what's great is in in third culture speak my kids are are being raised in a very multicultural right. you know universe and so they get to not they get to bypass some of the crazy stuff we had to deal with just right. in the area of identity etc yeah third culture another great friend uh, that we have in common david gibbons fresh out of ellicott city maryland before he went to uh california good buddy and you yeah. know for, our, for all of us who are trying to do multicultural ministry and figure all of this out you know things are so bad sometimes in our cultures and in america at times not always and we have to sort of find hope in it all and i, I came up to see you uh drove several hours to come see you just to have a conversation of hope and we are going to actually air that this sunday uh, february 26 2021 here at bridgeway community church at 8 10 and 12 uh, and folk that want to see that, just go to bridgeway.cc. Israel Houghton did a great job having a conversation with me about hope. Do you remember our time together, and what did that time mean to you, Israel? Not only do I remember it, but it is unforgettable. <laughs> <laughs> um, one, just meeting you and meeting your team and just feeling this sense of, wow, I feel like we've known each other way longer than just this this chance meeting. Mm. Um, but our conversation, what I love that you encouraged from the beginning is let's be as open, transparent, as real as we could possibly be. Mm. And, uh, and and that that set the table for for how how our conversation went. And I believe it's going to be hope filled and yes. helpful to a lot of people. And yeah. then our communion. I think people need to tune in just to watch us yes. and to partake, partake in communion with us because it was easily, for sure, for me, the most unique That's right. <laughs> communion I've ever experienced. It was for awesome. sure. It was, it was great. And, you know, you were open and authentic, and you do give us hope, and you've given us a great illustration. I'm not going to steal it away, but I'm, I'm going to steal it after, after we go public with it because you really do talk about the next generation, and you have so many yeah. wonderful, wonderful nuggets of truth. And I just appreciate our friendship. I pray that God would drop a song on you about gracism from heaven that is undeniable i'm waiting I'm working to God. on it ben, ben 
working man, on. I know that it's going to be amazing because it, it's going to be formulated out of our friendship and out of what God has done all of your life in all of my yes, life, sir. and then to bring us together. Even on this same weekend, I'm so excited about your album that has dropped so many great songs on it. If people want to get it right now, because I'm about to go yep. to my com commercial break and say goodbye to you, but if they want to do this break, just go and get it. What do they do? All they need to do is go to iTunes or, or really wherever they stream or buy music. I'm, I'm encouraging people to actually download the record on iTunes today. It's called Feels Like Home. Israel and New Breed, it's, but it's available anywhere you get music right now. And I'm just, thank you so much for the opportunity to chat with you about this and encourage people to go get it. People could also follow us at Israel Houghton on Instagram or Twitter. And uh, Israelandnewbreed.com has all the links to the videos and the new music and all of that. That is great. Go, go and download Feels Like Home by Israel Houghton and New Breed. This is amazing. You're going to love it. Brother, you're amazing. I love you. Thank you for your friendship. I love you too, Pastor. Thanks so much. All right. God bless your friends. We're coming right back. I'm going to take your phone calls and we're going to land the plane in the next 30 minutes. So don't you go anywhere. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You are mine for love. Hi, Don Crow here. The exciting theme of this month's campaign with Cross International, as you know, is thriving kids. And many of you have been helping actually make that happen for hundreds of desperately needy children in the African nations of Malawi, Zambia, and Uganda. But as we're moving quickly toward the end of the campaign this month, we really do need your help now to meet these dear children's needs and in many cases literally save their lives. And you can do that with a one-time gift of just $62 per child. That will provide a boy or girl with nutritious food, clean water, a Christian education, and a Bible for an entire year. $62 to make one child thrive. $124 for two, $186 for three, $310 for five children, and $620 will provide a thriving future for 10 of these dear children. Would you call this number right now, 866-222-9566, with your most generous gift? That's 866-222-9566. Or give online at wava.com, keyword Africa. Hey, thanks for listening to 105.1 FM WAVA, life-changing talk radio from the nation's capital. If you're looking to be challenged and uplifted by the truth of God's Word, then join Tom Leake, Senior Pastor of Hope Bible Church in Columbia, Maryland for Discover Hope. Tune in to Discover Hope every Saturday afternoon at 12.30 p.m. here on WAVA 105.1 FM. WAVA-FM is heard on HD Radio at 105.1 FM HD1 or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. Free inspiration and encouragement every morning, noon, and night sent directly to your inbox. Sign up for free devotionals at Crosswalk.com. Crosswalk.com. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. 
I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam, he was a mess. Always itching, his paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog. And he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate. Like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome back to the second half of the show. I hope you appreciated the first half uh, with a couple of phone calls and, of course, our uh, conversation with Israel Houghton, the uh, Grammy Award-winning worship leader, who's going to be uh, having a conversation with me on Sunday at 8, 10, and 12 at bridgeway.cc. You can find that wonderful service uh, along with communion this Sunday, February 26th, uh, 28th, uh, 2021. Now I'm going to the phone lines. It's open phone in Friday and let's go to Warren. Warren is in Washington, DC. Hey Warren, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you today? I'm good, sir. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. <clears throat> I want to run uh, concept by you and get some response. Okay. Uh, I tried to get in last week. There was a lot of calls about abortion. I want to run. This is a thought I've had. There's a golf, a golf, of course, you know, between the liberals and the conservatives, pro-life versus uh, pro-choice. Yes, sir. And it seems that the gap will never be um, put together. And, and my position is this way I've come down. We all know Essentially, God is what we would call pro-life. That's right. He certainly supports life. Yes. At the same time, that same God gives us choice. True. So if I'm pro-life, I can't really criticize somebody else who takes a position that God also has, choice. True, but he, yeah, but he gave us a choice to choose whether to uh, eat from the tree in the garden or not. So you're right. He gives us the power of choice, but he wants us to choose him. And when we don't, it leads to death. We also have a choice to speak up for those that are voiceless and don't have anyone to defend them. And that's why we defend the life that's in the womb. The question for me, Warren, is how do you get to the least amount of abortions until you don't have any? And where we have been confused is we think that if we put in certain Supreme Court justices or presidents who hold to the pro-life platform, 
that you're going to get less abortions. And that's actually not the facts. That's not the data. That is correct. Right. And so we got to ask the question, do you really want less abortions or do you just want uh, a platform that says pro-life, but you get more abortions? Because you got to be honest. Do you, what, are you really fighting for abortion? Are you fighting or, or you know, for pro-life or are you fighting for something else that's very Republican and that happens to be the hot button issue because if i if i give you the data and i give you the facts and i tell you that 24% decrease in abortions happen under a, the last democratic president as opposed to 3% uh decrease in abortions under the the previous republican president before that uh and then you begin to look at the issues why then maybe it's less about what president we get in and w- as opposed to what programs we put forth to help women overall. Agreed. Agreed. It certainly comes out of the heart. Yeah, but we and have a choice to be moral. Extreme. We have a choice to be moral. We yeah, have a choice correct. to be immoral. We have a choice to, to kill, uh, and we have a choice to let live. What we want to fight for is that people would make the right moral and godly choice, and but we have to make the right godly and moral choices to pay, make sure we take care of the whole life. And my thing is we, we fight for the life of this unborn child, and then once that child comes out black or brown uh, or, or stays poor, we, we kind of abandon them, and we have to make sure that we're for life from the womb all the way to the tomb. Would you agree with that? I certainly agree. <laughs> I'm just, no, no, you, you're absolutely correct. And I think you know, the gracism, the grace part is the grace to not condemn someone who doesn't agree with us. That is true. That is true. We want to convince them. We want to pray for them. Uh, we don't want to condemn them. And here's the thing. Sometimes we people aren't aware. you got to educate people, too. And so, but when you start calling names and telling people they're uh, going to hell because they have a different viewpoint, all this other stuff, I think what that does is it doesn't win anybody over. Uh, but it sure makes you True. feel good about like you have been righteous and you stood up for the truth, whereas Jesus would have never done it that way. So let's do it the way Jesus does it. <laughs> I agree. So, hey, I agree. B- blessings to you. Thanks for hanging out with me on this uh, open phone and Friday, okay? Appreciate the opportunity to share. Be blessed. Be blessed back at you. Donald, David, Marvin, I'm coming to each one of you. I've got to go to my commercial break now. But as soon as I get back, if you're still with me, I'm going to be with you. And by the way, you're trying to get rid of your home and you don't have a long, long period of time to sell it. Call hometown home buyers. They'll buy beautiful homes, expensive homes, and least expensive homes. But you got to give them a call, okay? And their number is 888-623-3533. Need to get out of your house fast? Are you ready to drive away and move on with your life? Pete and Thomas Hunley own Hometown Home Buyers, an A-plus rated Better Business Bureau family-owned business. They can buy your home today, and if you need it, they will even help you move out. Give them a call today at 888-623-3533 or visit them at hometownhomebuyers.biz. That's hometownhomebuyers.biz. Call now. 888-623-3533. Sell today, move tomorrow.
Have you ever driven through neighborhoods and seen beautiful up lights? You know what up lights are? They're when they shine the light on the trees, they shine the light on the house, and it looks absolutely gorgeous. Well, guess what? During the winter months, laser landscaping are doing lights for your house. And they're not only doing lights on the outside, they're also doing hearth work. So if you're looking for nice patios and things of that sort, when you walk off the back of your patio and you just see how beautiful it can be in the spring, well, they're doing the work during the winter. So give them a call directly. It's laser with a Z, laserlandscaping.llc. You can find them at 240-516-4967. Ask for Fidel, Laser Landscaping, LLC. Ask for Fidel. Here's the number again, 240-516-4967. And he's zeroing in his company to give special deals today for Bowie, Maryland. That's right, Bowie, Mitchellville, Greenbelt, that area. They have so many folks that are ready to help you with the lighting and the beautifying of your home. So give them a call. It's Laser Landscaping. Ask for Fidel at 240-516-4967. It's Real Talk. With Dr. David Anderson, it's Open Phone in Friday, and we're going right back to the phone lines. We've got Donald in Alexandria, Virginia, so let's uh, go there. Hey, Donald, Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Fine, thanks, Dr. Anderson. How you doing today, oh, sir? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. So glad you called. What are you thinking about today? Uh, great week, sir. Uh, really enjoyed the tulip, the uh, Calvinism and Arminianism yeah. <laughs> yesterday. I just got to listen. I didn't get to talk. That's heavy stuff. Well, you know, and that came from your suggestion, and that's why I love when my listeners make suggestions. I think we were talking the week before about eternal security, yeah. and uh, you mentioned Calvinism. I'm like, you know what? That would be a great topic. So thanks for the push on that. You're welcome, sir. Thank you. Uh, this week, the one that hit me was the reparations. Yes. So um, I've heard two different takes on that from uh, people I respect very much, of African-American descent, of of Mm -hmm. Caucasian, and uh, I've heard it for and against it. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest, I'm kind of stuck with it. Um, There could be some bitterness uh, over who gets it and who doesn't, uh, traits and lineage and things like this. Right. And so... That, I'm struggling with that. I'll be honest with you, sir. Well, yeah. Where's that line between forgiveness, letting go? I mean, not forgetting it happened, learning from it, but it can bring up some really rough, rough times and cause some division. It could, and it's not just about the money. It also. could. It, it's, 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 but think about ahead. think about I'm it sorry, like sir. this. Well, just think about it like this. It's it's not like things aren't rough and divided around the areas of race now. So the question is, are we going to fear more division because we want to do what's right? You know, you want to you want to say, listen, we have we have done something egregious and we want to make it right. And if making it right is tough, let's figure out how to do it. But to just shut it down and say, you know what? Sorry, it's going to make things more divisive. Don't do it. I'm not sure is the is the right approach. 
Now, if things were so peaceful, there weren't any problems, we we all got over race and you know, no uh, unarmed black people are being killed and people in prison at the same time. White dude has drugs, he goes to prison at the same time. Black dude has drugs, he goes to prison at the same time. Whites are stopped just as much as black. You know, they're, they're arrested because they white walking. <laughs> you know, I mean, if that were the case, it'd be a different story. But if you're a black man walking and you get stopped and, and you end up dead uh, or driving and, and, and you are unarmed and end up dead or uh, jogging and you end up dead, th- there's a problem. And, and, you know, while reparations can't solve the problem for that mom who's grieving her son being killed in the middle of the street by two guys in a white pickup truck uh, and it doesn't even make it to the public and the guy goes, they, they go home and drink wine and eat the pizza – um, you know, no amount of money is going to make that mother feel any better. But no money, no justice, no suit is surely because they don't want her to feel worse or there to be the vision is not the right play in my mind. It's like a guy who gets put in prison. He's in prison for 15 years, Don. And then uh, they do DNA tests and find out this guy was not the guy. They got the wrong guy. So guess what they do? They they let him out, right? Now now should they just let him out and say, hey, sorry, hey, I hope you I hope you live great now. Don't don't be upset. We don't want to be divisive. Don't bring it up. Um, you know, sorry. Or should they compensate him for taking away 15 years of his life? Now, you and I know there's no way to compensate me for taking 15 years of my life, but you got to do something to try to make it right. Would you agree with that? Oh, definitely. I agree. And that's a, that's a very good example of an individual who was directly affected. I yeah. know that's indirect, people being directly ineffective, you know, not exactly, like not directly. Sure. So the, the great comes in with uh, people proving they were related to this or proving this and that, and that's the issue I have there. So, so your your issue is not because of the person who was directly affected, but those. So then what do you do for people, for his son that was born uh, 16 years prior, you know, yeah. and, so, you know, then daddy goes to jail after one year. Uh, so what do you do when you see that that son was indirectly affected? Um, and yeah, so yeah. then you go into the generations into the future. And so is the, is the argument, the further away we get from the crime uh, and the further away you get from showing how uh, kinds of effect that it has, people can get away with it. You know, just because it's hard oh. to find out who, the reality is, Don, you and I both know uh, yeah. that neither one of us were here because we decided we wanted to get on a plane or get on a ship and come to this country. Yeah. So whether I can go back and prove that my specific uh, ancestor was a slave, I can tell you this. uh, I got here because of slave ships. And when they let people and check it out, it wasn't hard back when we when they let folk, uh, you know, be emancipated and say, we're going to give you 40 acres and a mule. That wasn't hard. And they never did it. 40 acres, that's property, a mule, that's machinery, that's a business. And so, you know, think about that, that all the wealth we start to see when people have property and a business and generational wealth 
we just, again, got let out of prison or got free from slavery and then didn't have any property, didn't have any business. And what do you think that's going to do to the black family? What do you think that's going to do to the black race? And just because people like you and me maybe were able to, uh, you know, be fortunate enough and blessed enough, I think it's an amazing miracle that the black family still exists. Because every single thing to kill the black family and the black person was thrown at them. And here we are. We still stand. That is to be celebrated. It's not supposed to be looked at as, well, you see, David Anderson made it. So therefore, things aren't that bad. That's not the way to look at it. The way to look at it, if not for the grace of God, there go I. And it's I'm a miracle. You're a miracle. And that's the way I think we ought to look at it. My two cents, bro. Blessings to you. I always love talking to you, Don. You're such a good guy. I'll let you go. Hey, listen, let me get David in Hyattsville, Maryland, while he's there. Hey, David, how are you, sir? David, are you there? Going once, going twice, gone. Hey, I was a David who grew up in Hyattsville, Maryland. Did you guys know that? Haha. Okay, Marvin is in Washington, D.C. Let's go there. Hey, Marvin, it's Dr. Anderson. Hey. How are you? Hey, Dr. Nass, I'm fine. How's yourself? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Yeah, I want to go back to the first caller about Furrow. We talking about the hardness of the heart. Yes, sir. And I think you you, um, you broke it down as well, but this is what you and I was talking about yesterday on Theological Thursday about the about total depravity. Yeah. And oh. um, and, and and basically basically what what's happening with that? What we we gotta get a concept. You correct me if I'm wrong. But it's, it's like that we, as people, we don't deserve anything from God. Everything yeah. that we get is, that's all we say is grace, is what? Undeserved favor and kindness. And if he chooses to harden someone's heart, the same like where he goes around Romans 9, when he talks about that again, when he talks about Jacob and Esau, and then he went into the phrase again about Pharaoh, how he hardened Pharaoh's heart. It was for a purpose. You know, God right. does his secondary causes. That was a purpose that he he hardened Pharaoh's heart for 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 the for the Israelites to see God's grace and his mercy when he delivered them out of that. He made Pharaoh's heart that way because he, he don't have he God chooses to do whatever he wanna do because he's sovereign. Correct? That he's is sovereign. That is he correct. He doesn't need he, he doesn't need us to excuse his behavior. But sometimes we don't right. un- we don't understand it, and we got to try, try to figure it out. But the reality is, you're right. God can do what God wants to do, and we can't say anything about it, can we? Because <laughs> He's sovereign. We can't we can't say anything about it. And it's hard, and we yeah. don't want to look at it that way. But because we we feel like we're in a sense of entitlement, that sure. we we sure. owe God's grace. We owe God's grace. But if you really understand what grace is. We don't deserve great is what undeserved favor and kindness. You can't, that we can't don't deserve, deserve it. Don't deserve it. Can't right. repay it. Uh, can't earn it. Right. Hey, man, I'm thinking about Job. Remember when Job was kind of getting left left with God, kind of just kind of uh, getting an attitude with God, and God looks back at Job and says, hey, listen, Job, can you tell me where I keep the snow? Because yeah, if yeah. you can't even I, tell me where I keep the snow, then you need to just be quiet. <laughs>
finite and he's we're infinite and he's finite. That's and true. We yeah, yep. we can't understand, dog. Hey, listen, yeah. my man, I uh, appreciate you. Thanks for hanging with me. I love it when you call. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Yes, sir. Okay, Dr. Aaron. All right. Sir. God is sovereign. He said, do you know where I keep the snow? Because if, if you don't even know where I keep the snow, you might you might just want to sat down. <laughs> I'll be right back. It's Real Talk it's with Dr. David Anderson. Redeemed, rising from the African if you're like most Christians, we all want a deeper understanding of God's Word, but just aren't sure where to get it. And it's a real struggle to fit graduate school into our already demanding lives. Denver Seminary DC offers a flexible theological education and a supportive learning community. If you're ready to take the next step on your journey with Christ, join us for our virtual open house on Saturday, March 6, 2021. Let's take the journey together. Register today at denverseminary.edu forward slash DC. That's denverseminary.edu forward slash DC. Hey, it's Norm with A-Action Home Services here. Did you know a single running toilet can quietly waste over 1,000 gallons of water in a single day? For only $99, our experienced and professional plumbers can perform a whole house plumbing system inspection to confirm that your home's water shutoff valves, toilets, faucets, and other fixtures are all leak-free and operational. So give us a call today at 703-922-1900. That's 703-922-1900. And you too can say, problem solved. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Theo Hobson, a liberal British thinker, defines a moral revolution this way. That which was repudiated must be celebrated. That which was celebrated must be repudiated. And those who will not celebrate must themselves be repudiated. Hobson's words are very relevant in light of the Equality Act, which was introduced last week by Democrats in the House of Representatives. As we watch the advance of the full array of LGBTQ plus issues, sometimes the law is the last to change, not the first. Higher education and entertainment, of course, have come first. They changed first. We've seen the Equality Act before, but this time it is introduced with the president who has declared his active support for the revolutionary legislation. It represents the greatest threat to religious liberty in my decades of American public life. Our only hope is that somehow this legislation can be stopped in the Senate. If not, we're in big trouble. I'm Albert Mueller. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'm excited to tell you that I will be joining my friends at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2021 to host a cruise to Alaska. If you've ever dreamed of exploring this amazing place, now's your opportunity, and this from the comfort of our first-class ship. The week will be enhanced as my friends Laura Story and Michael O'Brien lead us in worship, and as together we look at God's Word for both challenge and inspiration. I look forward to seeing you there. Go to WAVA.com, keyword Alaska. That's WAVA.com, keyword Alaska. Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community, and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Virginia Army National Guard. Aired by the Virginia Association of Broadcasters and this station. Real talk with Dr. David Anderson. Listen, we got one more phone call, so let's get it in while we can. It's Angela, who's in Waldorf, Maryland. Hello, Miss Angela. How are you? Hello, Dr. Anderson. I am alive and 
That is wonderful. What are you thinking today, Miss Angela? I just call today because, I mean, I listen all the time, but sometimes I don't. But I just wanted to call and just to say thank you, thank you, thank you for your prayers and, you know, just that day in general when, you know, we had our thing on the phone and, you know, you blessed me and helped me. And I just wanted to call and just to say thank you Um. and let you know that finally... I am getting ready to open my restaurant, and I get am excited. Out. Get out of here. Yeah. Tell me about your restaurant. <laughs> and I all the Jamaican food. Come on. Don't lie to me because you know I'm going to come. <laughs> I want you to come. Uh, and you, your invite. You, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I need, you need to email me and let me know when and where, and we're coming down. We're going to eat some Jamaican food. Let me. Can I ask you a question? Because, you know, my chief engineer is Jamaican, and he, he loves some oxtail, and I, I don't know. Yes. Do you have any of that? Yes, sir. Oh. I do. And the cow's foot and the jerk chicken and the escovitch fish. You got to come on down. Oh, it's wow. authentic Jamaican food. Oh, yes. my goodness. Well, you can count on that. Yes. We're going to make that happen. Let me pray for your business right now. Has it opened yet? No, it's um, coming soon, hopefully this Coming okay. March, yeah. What's the name of it? It's called Cool Running Eatery. One more. <laughs> What's it called? Yeah. Cool Running Eatery. Cool Runnings Eatery. Is it going to be in Waldorf? Yes, sir. Wow. Cool Runnings Eatery. I, I love it. Yes. Sp- sponsored yes. by Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hey, well, well, listen, um, I'm going to say a prayer for you. And a, a good buddy of mine, uh, he has prayed for you as well. His, his name is uh, Kevin Turpin. He's a friend of mine. And together we have prayed for you in the past. And right now I'm just going to uh, agree with him and his prayers for you and the rest of my listeners as we bring this show to a close. Would that be okay, Miss Angela? Yes, sir. All right, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you for Angela. We thank you for her spirit. Uh, God, we thank you for the success that you are creating in her. Uh, And as my brother Kevin and I have prayed for her in the past and my radio team, we lift her up. We pray good success over her life in the name of Jesus. Amen Amen and amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you. Help your children.